If you like to focus on the positive and steer away from the negative, you're in the right place. Welcome all Joy Bunnies. This is the My Slice of Life podcast. Hello and welcome back to the My Slice of Life podcast. This podcast, if you haven't been before, is all about basically being the antidote to all the doom and gloom that's going on because there's too much of it. So here we come together, we're creating a little clan of joy bunnies. I'm sorry for the term, it just came out and I I can't take it back now. That's what we are. We are joy bunnies. So if you want to join the joy bunny clan, you are in the right place. This is season three of the podcast. Oh, my name is Sharon, by the way, if you don't know me. This is season three and this season is all about putting the joy back into the everyday and things that we do and maybe don't realise what we're doing or how we you know, looking at how we can do it a little differently or better. And yeah, I did cheat a couple of weeks ago because I included Christmas and New Year, which isn't every day. But like I said last week, I'm not going to ignore that. It was too good an opportunity. So this week, we are going to be looking at ways that we can use music to help us every day. Now, you probably listen to music every day and you think, so what? But As I was looking it up and, you know, looking into it a bit more and doing a bit of research for you, I was discovering there's a lot of ways we can actually use music that I hadn't really thought that much about. So I thought you might find it interesting as well. And I went through a lot of different sites, so I'm not going to be naming all the sites that I've been on, but there is quite a lot of research here. So if you hear me and it sounds like I'm reading notes, it's because I am, you know, (laughs) for some of it anyway. Yeah, paper shuffle, paper shuffle. There we go. Right, so the first thing I found out was that we use music, and you may have done this and not realised you were doing it, as a cue to positively reinforce mood and behaviour. Think about this. If you play relaxing music or you have a playlist when you go to bed, you'll be able to associate that music with relaxing and going to sleep. So if you keep doing it, you will then be able to use that to help you sleep. Or if you just need to chill out, you can play the same music and you will get that relaxed feeling apparently, which I think is a great idea. Another way you can use it as a cue, if you play an uplifting song that has positive lyrics in it, say like when you're getting ready for for your day, if you play uplifting song, it's got positive lyrics in it, that can actually help you start your day in a cheerful and positive mood and it'll you know, you'll associate that song with good things and then getting ready for the day becomes associated with a good feeling instead of the drudgery, you know, oh, I've got to get up, you know, get that music going, get a really good one with good lyrics, cheerful lyrics, apparently, from what I've been reading, the lyrics matter. Things like, you know, that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, or Everything's Gonna Be Alright, stuff like that, you find better lyrics if you want but you want something that's going to give you that message that you can carry with you for the rest of the day. One thing to be aware of, though, is that it can work in the opposite direction. So if you're in a lot of pain and you're playing certain music, say, I don't know, you think it's going to relax you, so you play Mozart, for want of a better thing. I can't think of anything else just now. But you might actually find that you then make a connection between that piece of music and pain, So that's something to bear in mind. So for a cue to be beneficial, make sure you're creating a more positive association with it so it's something good, something that you're going to like. Okay, music and memory. Now, if you've been a student, you probably used music while you were 
doing your studying. I know I did. And I know even now, um, if I am having to learn something and I really need to concentrate, there are certain pieces of music I will listen to. But try this out. If you're trying to remember something from like a long time ago, try listening to the music from that time. Apparently, if you are, say you're trying to remember something that happened, I don't know, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, whenever it was, play music from that time because the chances are that's the music you would have been listening to, especially way back then. We didn't have all the CDs and everything that we have now. So you would have been hearing what was on the radio and the chances are they reckon that that will bring that memory back for you because you'll associate it with the music. Again, a lot of it is kind of connected with the association, but it can help with the memory. And this this has actually been used by doctors. They're finding it quite useful, you know, when they're working with people with memory loss. And they found that patients, they might not remember past events when you ask them, but they can recall the lyrics to songs. And sometimes the song will trigger the memory so that things that they want to talk about but they just can't get there playing music can really help them bring those memories back and this I did find interesting as well how music can have a positive effect on your ability to memorize things in a study I was reading about the people were asked to read and then recall just short lists of words and those who listened to classical music they did better than the people who worked in silence or even listened just you know white noise in the background and another similar study showed people could do simple processing tasks like matching numbers to geometrical shapes while listening to music. So I thought that was quite interesting how it can not only help you bring memories back but can actually help you memorise as well. I thought that was quite interesting. Now I also did find a section talking about how music can help you heal and I wanted to read this to you because I didn't want to miss this out so bear with me for just a second. It said a study from Austria's General Hospital of Salzburg found that patients recovering from back surgery had increased rates of healing and reported less pain when music was incorporated into the standard rehabilitation process. Now, there's a lead uh, clinical psychologist of Austria General called Franz Wendner. Yeah, good luck with that. Anyway, they said music is an important part of our physical and emotional well-being ever since we were babies in our mother's womb, listening to her heartbeat and beating rhythms. And it goes on to say that music connects with the automatic nervous system, like the brain function, blood pressure and heartbeat, and the limbic system, which is your feelings and your emotions. So you see where we're going here. And when slow music is played, the body reacts, the heart uh, the heart will slow down, the blood pressure can drop, the breathing can slow it down and it can help release tension in the neck, the shoulders, stomach, by all these different places. And it actually goes on to say that listening to slow or calming music on a regular basis can help your body relax, which means less pain and over time maybe even a faster recovery time, which I found interesting. Now, there was a similar study done in, um, it was Finnish researchers. They did something similar, but with stroke patients. And they found that if a stroke patient listened to music, say for a couple of hours a day, their verbal memory and focused attention recovered better. And they had a more positive mood than patients who didn't listen to anything, which I thought was really interesting. Even if the other patients listened to audiobooks, they didn't recover as well as those who just listened to music. And I'll just quote you this little bit. It says, These findings have led to a clinical recommendation for stroke patients 
everyday music listening during early stroke recovery, which I found absolutely amazing. So they are really pushed on the idea that it helps to heal, which I thought was just mind-blowing. Um, and it's also a bit there about how they can use it to improve people who have Parkinson's disease as well. So maybe hospitals should be looking at using music more as part of rehab and actually helping with not just operations, but things like um, people who've had strokes, people with Parkinson's. Maybe there's something that we're really, really missing here. So I thought that was interesting. So if you're having pain, I mean, I can, this is to apply to us as well. If you're having pain, um, try music. Relaxing music. Now, that will vary, obviously, from person to person. What I find relaxing drives my husband up the wall and vice versa. So find what works for you. And like I say, try it. If you're ill, you have pain, heal yourself with music. I think that sounds fantastic. I love that. In a similar vein to that, I was... Again, reading more, and it's saying that we can use music to reduce stress and anxiety. And obviously, we talked about how it can relax you physically. Um, and researchers have been finding that listening to slow music helps calm your body, the way that you know what we're just talking about. And so, think like the relaxation tapes, but also calms the mind. And researchers at Stanford University they found that listening to music that seems to be able to change brain function to the same extent as medication. So it's like a cheap, easy stress reduction. You know, if, why I don't use it more, I don't know. And I really wish people had found this out a long, long time ago. Some of the, the music that was recommended were things like Celtic music, uh, drums and flutes, sounds of rain, thunder and nature sounds, light jazz, classical. But again, choose what you like. And according to, there's a site called helpguide.org, they suggest that you actually take the sounds of the environment into account. You know when you're trying to find somewhere to eat or have a meeting and so on? Because the noise level and the type of music being played, it matters. They actually call, I love this, they call it your sonic diet. So think like, if you eat loads of junk food, right, you're going to feel pretty crap. But they're saying it's the same with music. And that junk music will also make you feel rubbish. I mean, if you're listening to music that you can't stand and you, you know, if you're in a shop and they're playing something that grates on you and you come out really stressed. So they, they class that as, that would be a poor sonic diet. I love that phrase, sonic diet. Never heard it before, love it. So you see, a lot of this seems to be quite connected. You know, obviously the, the healing stuff is, a lot of that is relating to how it's going to make you feel calmer. And that, again, is coming in with how it's going to be helping you relax and helping your mind and helping the body. And I'm wondering, is the body healing because you're relaxing the brain? So instead of it having to deal with all these pain signals, maybe it's actually having a chance to deal more with the healing. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I find it really interesting. Better sleep. I have used music to help me sleep many, many times. I usually put on a classic a classic music station for 20 minutes. I never hear the whole 20 minutes, usually. That works for me. Again, if you're listening to the calming music, you're making that association, that can really help you so that when you're, you hear that music, your body knows, okay, this is the time to relax. I'm going to go to sleep now. And that 
positive association is made. I did find information on a study that was done and they took 94 students and the age range was 19 to 28 with sleep complaints and they were brought into a lab. They were split into three groups. Now the first group, they listened to classical music at bedtime for 45 minutes for three weeks. The second group listened to an audiobook at bedtime for 45 minutes for three weeks. And the third group, that was a control group, they didn't have anything. Poor third group. Apparently, the sleep quality and the depressive symptoms uh, in the people who listened to music were significantly improved. And I think that's really a major, major thing. Now, I mentioned that part with the depressive symptoms because I want to come on to this area of mood. Um, and there's trusted source researchers, never heard of them, but that's what I found. They found that one of the most common uses of music, uh, they asked a lot of people about it, you know, why do you listen to music? And the, the most common use was to help people regulate their mood. And they found, there was a study in 2017, found that listening to classical music, now it was combined with jazz or something like that, but it had a positive effect on depression and, and the symptoms of depression, so music apparently can really help. And if you're thinking, I'm not doing classical music and I can't stand jazz, they also found out that taking part in group percussion session, you know, like drum circles, that has the same sort of effect. So playing the music can have as much effect as listening to it. So if you are struggling with your mood, if it's a bit low, especially this time of year, you know, this seasonal affective disorder. I'd only say get a lamp and that's great, you know, to increase the amount of, of daylight that your brain is receiving. But from what I've been reading, you can really make a big difference by choosing music that will help you. Now, it's very, very personal. You'll have to find something that works for you. But if you like classical music, if you like what's classed as, you know, relaxing music, go on to Spotify, go on to even YouTube. There's constant 24 hours a day relaxation type of music so try that if you're finding your mood is a problem and when I say mood that can also be if you are wanting to change your mood so not oh, you hear the, the papers moving this isn't just about people who are depressed now there was a bit I did read about and it says you know when you put a radio on and you're flicking through the stations and you go mm, don't like that don't like that have you ever thought why? And apparently what we're doing, I love this, what we're doing, we're trying to find music that matches our mood. I'd never really thought of it before, but it does make a lot of sense when you think about it. But there is something that music therapists call, yes, it's a thing, called the ISO principle. And say you're in quite a grumpy mood, you want, or you're down, you know, you're quite, quite a low mood, and you want to change that, you know, no, none of us want to stay in that kind of mood. So they're saying, they're suggesting that you you start off with music that matches your mood. Okay, so it's maybe sad music or quite grumpy sounding kind of music. And then you gradually alter it, right? So you gradually alter it over a period of time. It doesn't actually say how long. I'm just trying to read this. It doesn't say how long. But you gradually alter it to affect the desired mood state. So to give you an example of that, if somebody is trying to prepare their child for bedtime, okay, so you'd start with music that fits the child's mood. So maybe they're, you know, 
quite a lot of energy jumping about the place so you have kind of upbeat playtime sort of music and then every song after that you kind of make it a bit slower and a bit slower and a bit slower so the last song I mean I personally wouldn't keep it going too long but the last song is like slow tempo ready for bed and that's from what they're saying that should bring the child from a playful mood all the way down to the ready for the bedtime mood wish I had known that 13 years ago hey ho you live and learn but I can use it for myself now so try that as well if you are stressed and we've you know discussed how that can help but you want to be energetic maybe you come in from work and you're stressed or you've had a bad day doing whatever it is but you know you've got to do some cleaning you know you've got something to go to you need your energy increased start off listening to music that you find quite stressful the next song make it something a bit nicer and then start changing it gradually so that you end up with something upbeat and you're dancing around the house your energy levels have increased and use music to your benefit i love this idea i really hope you do i, I just i love it Right, what else did I find out about music and how we can use it? The other main thing, I was talking about using music um, you know, for memory, but they do say it can help you with learning and some doctors, um, they recommend that you use music to stimulate your brain because the MRI scans, they've done tests and the MRI scans showed areas of the brain lighting up when the person was listening to music. Now, I can't find it in my notes, but I'm sure I read that you're better to listen to music, and it kind of makes sense, which doesn't have lyrics. You just, something instrumental that matches your mood or takes you to the mood you want to have and use that if you're trying to learn something. Now, when I'm doing research for a podcast episode or I am writing blog posts, I have certain music that I go back to time and time and time again. It's a relaxation album that, that I have, that I listen to. I've tried to remember the name of it. I can't remember. It's not Enlightenment something. It's something else. But it's along those kind of lines. I call it my plinky plonk music. That's what we call it. And if I play it in the kitchen and they come in, and they're, they're warned. Do not do not wreck my zen den. I'm creating an atmosphere for myself to do my work. I like to be calm in the kitchen. And I have to create that atmosphere for myself so I've been using music. I didn't really understand or think about what I was doing, but apparently that's what I've been doing. So that's why I kind of I wanted to bring it to you and see what you thought of it. Do you use music? Could you use it more? That sort of thing. I found it really interesting when I started looking into all the things that it can do for us. The bottom line is just choose something you like. And again, if you are needing to learn, remember something, memorize something, if you're dealing with pain or illness, if you are wanting to change your mood, if you're wanting better sleep, if you want your child to get ready for bed, you can use music for all these situations. And I love that. That brings me joy. I hope it brings you joy. That's the whole point of this. I hope it does. And of course, we cannot leave this topic without pointing out the one thing that everybody probably does if you exercise in any way, shape or form. What's the thing you do? You use music. And it's not going to be something slow if you're on that treadmill, you want to get running, you're lifting those weights, you're wanting to get, get sweaty. 
That sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. We've been using music for workouts for, I don't know, donkey's years. I wonder why we say donkey's years. Don't know. Anyway, but we use music for that as well. So there you go. Use music. Understand where it can help you. Use it more and become a, a musical little joy bunny. Let me know how you get on. You can get in touch with me through the blog. All the details are below or leave a comment, preferably on Podbean if you can, please. I don't think I get the other comments through. I, I still don't know how this... How does the internet work? But I don't know. I don't know. How does the internet work? I put this up and I hope for the best. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode on using music to help yourself every single day. Don't forget to check out the links below. Like I said, up to you, there's the blog, the YouTube channel. There is the Buy Me A Coffee. There's a couple of free downloads on that. There's not much yet. It's kind of new. I'm still working on it. But there are links. If you want to do your own podcast, links are there. You can get your first month with Podbean for free. If you are needing to advertise on Podbean, you can use my link there too and you'll get $100 free advertising. There you go. It's a win-win, isn't it? Please consider that if you can. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much if you made it this far. Don't forget to like, subscribe, whatever it is you have to do where you're listening to this. Follow the podcast. You know what I mean. And come back next week when we'll be bringing another topic to discuss with you. But until then, you take care of your self. <laughs>